Welcome to take two of the beginning of our podcast. Uh, this is Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comics defend music that sucks. Um, or that I like most of the time, but uh, Tommy hates. Um, I am Tom Takar. I'm joined by the Prince of Snarkness, Tommy McDamara. I'm excited to be here. We got like a two-captain ship going. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's what I said earlier. Tommy said he didn't like it. We need to start over. I love starting off on a being criticized at <laughs> the beginning. Of, we're recording four episodes today. It's going to be a... A long day, put on the coffee, I already did. Uh, You, the listener, should also put on the coffee because you have to listen to all this (laughs) at the same time. We have a lot to get into, so we should go ahead and introduce the guests right up top. The host of uh, the quintessential Britney Spears podcast... Uh, what the hell is this podcast called? Oh my god, it's, it's wait, I have it pulled okay, up here. One, two, three. Hold, Hold on, on one, one second. second. We're talking about Britney Spears. Okay, wow. I, that's how we open our podcast. That way, we don't argue about who's a ship captain and who's not. Nice. <laughs> we should start doing that. We're um, drowning, so there's like no boat left. That's not how I would describe our podcast. It's one that has already hit an iceberg, and we're now just like in free fall. <laughs> it hit an iceberg before we got on it, and we like were sold it at a discount, and we we're like, yeah, it would be fine. Our uh, podcast is just us chatting until we drown <laughs> uh our guests are of course uh claire parker and ashley hamilton how are you guys doing of course we're good of course we're great i like that you say quintessential podcast because at one point we were the only britney spears podcast is that there's, right there's been a lot I of think we think I, this can't be true it, it is because that's why we started we went where is the market not yet cornered and yeah this was staring us in the face did you yeah. it, it, which came first you guys or barbara gray's uh britney spears <laughs> instagram <laughs> No, okay, that's about her Instagram, not about her. Okay. Her. <laughs> Which is Wait. the one that had Mandy Moore? Oh, that's the other don't podcast get me that is full on copying. And us. the name is very similar. So I thought yeah, you guys got Mandy Moore. <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, all right. I really do think that they might have copied. Like, I'm not a parent. I literally don't. I'm all about parallel thinking. Yeah. But that one, not only is the, the name, name is similar, almost the exact same, the, the graphic the picture is what almost is the, the name exact of it? same. Let's give it a pr- no. plug. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm all. I well, they have too much than Mandy Moore, which makes me mad because I, I listened to it for 10 minutes and it was so boring. Yeah, I saw you shit talking about it on Twitter or something. <laughs> yeah, Instagram, Instagram stories. Oh, your Instagram stories. But I just feel like it truly is it me and Ashley. Okay, we talk about Britney, but also if you gave us the name of like your middle school boyfriend, we will do a deep dive and shit talk it. Like we will shit talk anybody. And this girl was like, I like Britney because I went to Catholic school. <laughs> so I relate to the folded over shirts. And Damn. I was like, you dumb bitch. Get the fuck wow. out of here. All right, so that's the podcast. You can check it out. <laughs> and if you're listening, we wouldn't. Well, I think have you they are listening. <laughs> no, I'm talking to what's her name, the Mandy Catholic. Oh, bitch. I see. Yeah, yeah, because you you're guys... too boring. You're beneath us. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> she's somebody who clearly failed at whatever she originally attempted to do. Because now she has famous friends who have made it, and now yeah. she like hurt. She's like, well, maybe I can leverage their fame for my dumb ideas. Brittany doesn't want you hanging onto her coattails. Mandy Moore did it because she probably owed you a favor. You suck. Give up. Honestly, this is this? too much hate up top, and this I feel like people aren't going to come listen to our podcast now because <laughs> okay, you're you, being too. Mean. You guys are setting the bar usually, high for yourself. We usually ease it in. We usually start talking about you know what we're doing in our day to day life. Who something, we went on dates with that we I was hate, gonna, I was about know? to say something I appreciate about you guys' podcast. I was listening today. And, Hell yeah. Uh, you guys do something we get accused of, which is called waffling, where a lot of the podcast was about a date you guys went on <laughs> or something. It's like it has nothing to do with Britney Spears. Oh, no. I appreciate have, it. Oh, 33 episodes, usually, we have yet to mention her. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I would say the last 12 to 15 minutes of every episode uh-huh. is about something that is related to Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. So it's- if you don't make it past minute 45, you might not know it's a Britney Spears <laughs> podcast. <laughs> The thing is, she was so influential in my early teen years when I was building my sense of self that almost everything I do is done through the lens of a Britney sexuality. And then that way, everything I'm doing is reflective of Britney. So just like in that vein, it is a Britney Spears podcast in the sense that I am a Britney Spears girl. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. That's that's our stance. This is interesting because Claire, I know about you that you don't like music. Not is that correct? Fan. Except Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, and... Now, Good Charlotte. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Very weird I picks. just got Apple Music a few weeks ago, and so I'm, like, starting to dabble, and I'm just like, ooh, this still bangs. Like, I remembered it oh, from yeah. eighth grade, and I was just like, yeah, this is the anthem. <laughs> I <laughs> all your hands up. I was on a so bus trip, weird. and I played Girls and Boys, and I thought that people would just, like, go off, and no one cared. <laughs> Do you guys Damn. think that girls don't like boys? They like cars and money? Is that I true? Yeah. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> That's about you guys. Boys have never laughed at my jokes. They're just laughing at... At you, my body. I don't know. Girls, <laughs> wait. Girls will laugh at boys when they are funny. Is no, that no. Boys will laugh at, at girls, girls when, when they're, they're not, not funny, funny, but they okay. don't laugh at girls when they are funny. That's the subtext. Oh, and that's like, honestly been my experience. <laughs> <laughs> You're just bombing. Like, see, good. Like, Charlotte was right. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird mix of bands to be into. <laughs> It's like, I think it lines up. It really sounds it it's like up? I was hit by a car in 2005, and I'm just like, has anything changed? Yeah, you're like in 51st dates. <laughs> yeah. You just keep forgetting the, the new, and better music is And every day you listen for the first time to the anthem, and you're like, this is my anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I go to seventh grade still. To this yeah. day, I show up in homeroom, and they're like, you have to get out of here. <laughs> uh, let's get into your introduction to Britney. So you you said she formed who you are like mm-hmm. you you view you uh, see the world through a lens of Britney. Ashley, is this the same for you? Yeah, I see. I think Britney is pretty influential to who to all of my music tastes in general. I remember having um, "Baby One More Time" and "Oops" on CD, mm-hmm. and yeah. I cherished those CDs. Um, and then one time my brother, I also had one now CD and my brother stole it and it got scratched and then I would hide my Britney CDs. Oh my God. I had that same thing happen where my brother, my brother would steal my CDs. I had now, I had a bunch of now CDs. I loved now. We've talked about now now quite a bit. I mean, they're all the hits. That's the hits. They're the hits. (laughs) (laughs) The perfect album is actually a now. That's true. true. Exactly. But like the data. I actually strongly believe that now Five and eight are two of the best albums. Now of all five time. was great. It would be. Great I don't if remember the what's on now the, eight. If now the five is just good. awarded to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. It's now. <laughs> <laughs> My dad had a business partner one time who had made his fortune doing albums of just your favorite sitcom intro songs. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Which apparently is something people buy. So you could just hear the Friends song, and then I guess I don't even oh, know what other weird. sitcoms there are, like the Big Bang song or like the Full House. Like, like yeah. those were your favorite songs. I had the Friends <laughs> song on my iPod. Really? Yeah, I, I did. By the Remembrance. <laughs> I, what's your favorite sitcom uh, theme song? Oh, it's a good question. Uh, Cheers is probably Cheers the first is a great thing that comes one. Cheers is a great one. That's a fa- that's a very good pick. That's a that's one where I remember when I was a kid, I would listen to the theme song as the show was coming on, and I wouldn't even watch the show. That you just mm-hmm. I just love that song. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the BoJack Horseman one. I was going to say, I think BoJack's good, my favorite one. I mean, one. it's hard because I feel like in order to, I'm like going through an entire song in my brain, so it's like really taking a while. Of but course. the BoJack one actually legitimately gets stuck in my head. And then you listen to the The words. ending part, I think it's the, uh, yeah. it's the exit song that I think is the better, where it's like, 
back that, in oh, the that's 90s, what I'm thinking I of was on a very Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. That's group love. Oh, that's great, great but it's specifically yeah. for that show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. it's so good. I love that. It has to be Ooh. about that. <laughs> Back in the 90s, I was on a very famous TV show, I'm Bojack the Horse. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, they just had that song. Holy shit. It could be a biography. <laughs> that could be a real man. <laughs> A horse. Um, I have not seen BoJack Horseman or Cheers ever. Damn. I don't even know any of the songs <laughs> that we're saying. I for me, another one was Growing Pains. That like, show me that smile again. I haven't seen yeah. a single episode of I'm Growing Pains. Damn. Yeah, I'm too What do you watch, that. Ashley? I don't know. I, she know, watches drama. She watches. You know what she loves? She loves. I love Grey's Anatomy. Okay, no, I no, love no. Teen teen supernatural dramas from Ooh, canada specifically okay. oh yeah oh, she's watched yeah. like four like vampire shows from toronto oh, okay. <laughs> like buffy or no i've seen some buffy but i love like like bitten which is this, like weird werewolf show from canada oh interesting <laughs> but i also love the cw i don't know when oh, i was Jesus. growing up i feel like i have a weird sense of tv because when i was growing up my dad never let us watch cartoons he like because we like weren't allowed to watch that much TV, so when we did, it was like as a family, and he thought cartoons were like stupid and boring. Yeah. So then I only ever watched Seinfeld and Sports Night until yeah. I like started having playdates. Man, <laughs> I forgot about Sports Night. I watched so I much used to Sports watch that Night all the time, and then we were not allowed to watch The West Wing because he felt that that was Sorkin selling out and quitting <laughs> Sports Night to wow. do The West Wing. <laughs> I wonder so, how he feels about wait, newsroom. Sports night was. Oh no! Now he's ESPN. gone back and watched The West Wing because he realized he was wrong. <laughs> You're thinking of Sports Center. Okay. Sports night is like the fake. It's like the newsroom like news of, of Sports, sports Center. Yeah. So, okay. If it's, it's not good. written in print, Sorkin's not interested. It's like if it's not yeah. a part of the New York Times, he only does hell yeah news based and okay. Yep. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Oh, we haven't gotten a clear answer from you right here, Ashley. What about what? About which theme song is your favorite? Oh my god, I don't even know. I guess maybe Gilmore Girls. Oh, okay. that's a great one. I love nice. Carol. Carol King. Yeah, damn. Okay. Ooh, you know what was also a good one? Weeds. Oh, Weeds was the, so oh, different. Every yeah. Yeah. I liked the semester, one. Right? I liked when it was every semester. The <laughs> <laughs> you are stuck in Britney Spears time. This is I crazy. Mean, yeah. <laughs> Every day you wake up and you think it's the beginning of the Baby One More Time music video. Yeah, like, and you just like tap a pencil and wait for your teacher to yell at you. My dad's going to pick me up after this podcast. <laughs> I have soccer practice. I hope I get to sit at the cool lunch table today. <laughs> I was the cool lunch table. Is that okay. right? Yeah, no, Claire's never not been popular. Oh, okay. Until comedy. <laughs> yeah. I think I oh, boy. What a blow to that ego. Can we talk about your podcast review thing you were telling me about before? Oh, I yeah, get yeah, into yeah, it, yeah. That, we didn't uh, go deep into it. That people come up to me and Ashley all the time and... I always say it's like I'm a communist and they're secretly letting me know that they're also a communist. They're always Uh like, hey, I just, I actually, I like what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) People always are like, yo, I listen to your guys' podcast and it's pretty good. And it's like, I don't know if that's a compliment. People have told me that about stand-up too. They'll come up to me and they'll whisper, they'll be like, hey, I actually like think you're funny. Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, so do I. That's why I'm doing this every fucking day. Okay, <laughs> me and Claire put out these videos on IGTV every Wednesday, and yeah. people will come up to me and be like, I watched those videos that you guys do. And it's like, yeah, we're putting them on the internet so that people watch them. <laughs> How do does you- IGTV work? Oh, it's just stupid. I don't know. It's a separate... <laughs> it's a, like, we really put all of our chips in their bag, and then they sealed it up and threw them out. 
Oh damn! That's they the had no I just interest in. <laughs> Did you like it? Selling that, that was bag. Good. That was a good. <laughs> but it really was like we were like because you have to you have to film your IGTV videos vertically so that they really are only usable on that single platform. And then uh-huh. we put everything. We're putting so much content on that platform, and they have not <laughs> no told anybody it. about it. <laughs> I feel like it's like a Beetlejuice situation where we're the only ones who can access it. If it's you guys so weird. Want to do some research? Google how to access IGTV. <laughs> it's a button on your homepage that says yeah. TV. Every <laughs> once in a while, one will like pop up on. My my thing yeah. and i'm like i don't know how to turn this off i hate it yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We but made, we're putting we content <laughs> you know what i mean we were really the the blu-ray of <laughs> yeah Does it, is that was that yeah successful? that makes I think sense that's, no yeah, maybe Blu-rays. we're more of a laser disc yeah laser yes. disc we were the, the laser thing. disc of media yeah. consumption is it that uh was it what was the ones that competed and then it was it might have been vhs and beta or whatever that were no i think it was blu-ray and laser disc was it blu-ray and laser it might be both that yeah. battled because one had to win out both times, but I think it was Betamax and VHS, and then porn made the difference. Like oh, they put yeah. porn on tapes. Oh yeah, and that's what we're doing with podcasts. You could call <laughs> us a bit pod- of an eight track of uh, <laughs> eight track of video production. <laughs> oh shit, that's what MoviePass should do. Make porn. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so porn. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> That'll save it. That's yeah. Write them a letter. <laughs> I am happy that's not the thing you have to do for porn anymore. Go to a porn theater like yeah. in the seventies. That would be so oh like running uh-huh. into someone at the porn theater. That'd it's like trying to remember yeah. someone's phone. Like you like look and you just have to like be like, okay, remember this for later. Remember this for later. You know what I mean? You just like you're like <laughs> like okay, then what did she say? And then how does she take that shit? And then you'd have to go back and try to replay it. I just think like, I forget everything that happens. How did she take that shit? How did she take that shit? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that was in there somewhere. <laughs> I think you're trying to say shirt off. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> I was. I have hey, a stuffy nose. This is a piss freak podcast, not a shit freak podcast. I'm so ashamed. Thank God. <laughs> what if I was really, like, I really had a scat thing. Yeah. I just like push. That's how you let it out, just by yeah. like trailing off into it. <laughs> I'm always like push. Throwing it out on podcasts and seeing whose eyes light yeah. up. Yeah, maybe somebody could shit on my chest. I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> they got shit on my chest, why don't you? Huh? <laughs> oh, we should say uh, thanks to the new Patreon people. Patreon is where we name names, so get on there. Yeah. Uh, new koozies are coming out to the people at the $6 level, so I sent those out. If you didn't get it, let me know. Cool. Or talk uh, to our neighbor. <laughs> or talk to our neighbor <laughs> yeah. who got them and then opened them. Yep. <laughs> uh, what else? Was- oh, and also, sorry for the hiatus to our listeners mm-hmm. Very sorry. Uh, we once again took six days off from releasing a new episode so we're probably going to do that again and i apologize but we're going to try not to yeah we'll apologize in advance for the next couple yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we're going to go ahead and apologize for the hiatus that's coming up six days um how anyway. often do you guys post oh once a week okay <laughs> me and ashley i just want to say we've never missed a week and we're 33 weeks strong wow. yeah i would say that this this last week we met up on Sunday at ten thirty and recorded it and then put it out immediately. So I, yeah, I whatever's in there is pretty hasty. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's always tough. I like having I like posting with my back against a wall. You know, <laughs> uh, the dangerous way. We should listen to Jared Thompson's voicemail before I forget. Um, you, you, if you're a listener to this show, you know you know him. You love him. It's Jared from Bloomington, the owner of the beautiful Comedy Attic. And even more beautiful, Bloomington, Indiana. Let me make sure I get everything right here. Um, this, these are his thoughts on Britney Spears, bitch. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have two guests on defending Britney Spears. I know that anyone who's had a conversation in real life with me about music and or anyone who follows my role on this podcast would probably find this hard to believe, but... 
I like Britney Spears. Um, I think that she takes a type of music that I typically find bad and made it more interesting than I would have expected. And I think that there was a lot of, you know, what colored the glasses for me in her favor, I, I feel like, was that I feel like she was, like, horribly mistreated uh, in the court of public opinion there for a while. I mean, I feel like that, you know, we sort of talked about this with Justin Bieber and a few others. You know, you hand a kid this kind of money and you're going to see some things that you probably wouldn't normally see. You know, you take away... Now, granted, she wanted to be famous, but you take away a kid's childhood and you're going to get some weird shit on the other end. It's just the way it goes. And I feel like that because... I don't know if it was just at the time no one else was fucking up or what. I don't remember, but I just remember that it was strange, like how vilified that she was. And um, musically, yeah, it's not something that I would normally listen to, but she takes pop music, makes good songs, makes them interesting. She's got a good voice. She's charismatic. She's a great dancer. I know this is really weird that I'm saying all this, but I like her. Um, I'm happy you guys are talking about her. It looks like you guys have people on here that know what they're talking about when it comes to Britney, and I think that that's important. Anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Wow. Shocking. True shock. Respect really. for our charismatic disgraced angel i cannot believe that that just happened i lost a bunch of money (laughs) (laughs) we should start betting on what we i mean i could cheat pretty easily because i have the voicemail that's true that might be in your favor we should still do it um yeah that uh that's crazy but you know i think he's totally right that she gets a pass for having her childhood stolen for sure an interesting Mm -hmm. fact about britney spears is that okay so she was on the mickey mouse club at seven so she had been in the spot no she was like 11 when she was actually on it. So they had, okay, this is, yeah, that's what it is. She had, they had, her mom had brought her to Disney at the age of six or seven, and Disney said she's not old enough yet, and they brought her back at 11, and that's when she started the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. And I just think, so put... So it's like, obviously, she did want to be a part of it, and like, they keep seven. on saying it was her idea, but for like a seven-year-old to be like, I want to be famous and on TV, it's like, yeah... Yeah. I'm just saying, mm. they say that. Disney, <laughs> the Disney Corporation had more concern for this child's well-being than, than her mother Lynn. did. Wow. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking about how she turned out. Damn. Yeah. But Disney oh said, God. this is too exploitative. I realize that Jamie Lynn an... comes from Jamie and Lynn. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Does she have any older siblings? Yes. Brian. Brian. And did Brian... Filmmaker. Oh, <laughs> If you look wow. at his Wikipedia... Okay. No, if you look at Lynn's Wikipedia, it says, mother to, like, actor and filmmaker Brian Spears and also singers Brittany and Jamie Lynn Spears. <laughs> and then if you look at Brian's I, IMDb, all he's produced is Down Home with Britney Spears and oh Back God. at the Stables with Jamie Lynn. <laughs> so without those two sisters, he doesn't have a job. It's just, like, all he does is edit his mom's Wikipedia page. <laughs> Um, that's insane. So she, I wonder if she tried to make him a star when they were, when he was a kid. I bet he was ugly or something. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Talent. I mean, I really do think that they were looking for their in and Brittany came and then she had so much talent and then they did their best with Jamie Lynn. But 
I think Br- the reason Britney is famous is not just because she was put into the limelight and she was given all this production or value or whatever, but because she did have something special. And I think yeah. that's something people deny. They act like she's such a product of other people's inputs and other people's creative vision. But at the end of the day, you could do that to anybody. Like, then why did Britney succeed so hard? Yeah, uh-huh. why do we not give a shit about what Christina's doing right now, but Britney is still selling out a world Damn. tour, you know? Dude, I'll never forget. I remember uh, when I was a kid watching Christina Aguilera on The Daily Show, mm-hmm. and John Stewart says to Christina, he's like, it's interesting because you actually have a good voice, unlike like Britney Spears. And it's like a hard dig at Britney. Damn. That's like, yeah. That's one of that's those a pretty a pretty common narrative. Uh-huh. If you see videos of her singing as a child, which I would recommend, she actually has this incredible, like, deep uh yeah, the system really chest register beat it voice. Out of her. But then I think she partied so hard and was not. T- they didn't cultivate that part of her. I think they said that's secondary to your image and your dancing, Damn. your performances. So they didn't. They I think it, she probably ruined her voice by overuse. Because you look at how hard she was working, and but there was like mm-hmm. an incredible. Like, there was a reason they thought this seven year old should be on TV singing, and it's because she could sing. Uh-huh. And then yeah. just twenty She's years on, like, of Star Search or yeah. something. Yeah. Look yeah. it up. It's worth it. All right, let's see if we can find that. It's Britney pretty Spears, impressive. Star Search. I guess I have to look on my phone. And like in terms of overuse, it's like we've talked about this um, a lot. Like her first couple albums came out in 1999, 2000, 2001, <laughs> and 2003. And then 2004, she like got married, had a couple kids. Yeah. And then 2007 was the breakdown. And it's like, of course, she was ramping up for that. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. Putting when she four albums in five years. This was before social media. So when she was putting out those albums, she was doing these mall tours across America where she would wake up at 4 a.m., do a radio interview, do a, do a daytime talk show interview, do a mall performance, and then do a night. Well, that was for the first because then she was doing stadiums and like big Yeah, but theaters. I'm just saying when you think about how hard these she was working, like because to promote that kind of album on top of being on tour in like a year... To do yeah. a tour, an album, and album promotion, that's so that's much. That's insane. It's true. I uh, And then she had to deal with every little boy in America having a crush on her. Yeah, which yeah. yeah pretty gross. Plus, yeah. she dated Justin Timberlake, <laughs> who was a nightmare. Wow. Is that right? Wow. Are you yeah, he's a real skis. Why is he such a skis? Because all he ever does is use Britney to promote his own shit. He has a really? wife and other ex-girlfriends. Why does he still talk about Britney? When's wow. he talking about he's Britney? He's so famous. He could easily say, he could easily make it a part of his contract that you cannot ask him about Britney Spears. Yeah. Okay? There is no interview so on the planet about, that has, would, he, has there been like a recent? Yeah, there's like huge he, compilations on YouTube of all really? the times that he's mentioned Britney. And we Damn. actually did an episode on um, Justin Timberlake, and Ashley has this incredible like argument where she points out all the times when they were dating back in the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. The only time he ever would bring her up in an interview was when he was promoting something. Yeah. Damn. So the rest of the time he never That's brought like her Tommy up. With me. And then all <laughs> <laughs> he only mentions me. Like when he, he wants wouldn't to talk about me. her, That's and true. then he would use her to promote stuff. Wow. And then even five years later, or however many years later, on SNL, he's still SNL. bringing her up. And there's Damn. like this thing where he's like. He's an Ellis Island immigrant coming in on a boat, and he's joking. He's like, I bet my great-great-grandson will have say that he's a virgin, but definitely be having sex with that girl. And you're just like, dude, yeah. stop oh, using damn. her sexuality to promote yourself. And it's when he introduced Madonna into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he said... Um, this next artist kissed someone I was dating in front of me or something like he like brought up the Britney Madonna wow. VMAs oh, kiss her- and it's like this is Madonna's moment why the fuck are you mentioning Britney that's yeah, insane that's very wow. and this is something I feel very passionately about especially like as a performer like I'll talk about I don't talk about sex a lot on stage but when I do it's like my choice and I'm doing it and I'm doing uh, it because I feel comfortable doing this and I think the joke is worth it it really 
upsets me when other people reference me in a sexual way because I kind of feel like, I'm like don't once I had a girl who we were talking about earlier yes. get on stage and be like Claire flashed me this weekend she showed me her tits and that's really not what happened I had, like, had you done that because I was there wait what no time? no she had done it because she was wearing a crop top and reached up and a little bit poked down. Oh, but the way she said it on stage at an open mic full of men was really like exploit. Like sure. she was clearly trying to like make it a sexual moment. And I'm like, look, don't use me to try to get people into you. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like this isn't, don't bring me down into your pathetic attempt to make open micers hard. Like, Damn. and I kind of, yeah, that's wow. what just so easy. You don't need to mention Claire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think like, it's really is like, okay, I know Brittany gets on stage and acts the way she does, but that's not for your career. Yeah, right. sure. it's for her career Damn. and you have to, it's so weird because it seems like, I mean, maybe I'm crazy here, but it seems like he's doing much better than her right now except for mm. the Vegas thing um tough to say I don't think his album did well recently. well oh yeah his album was pretty Man pan, of the Woods right? was it was like pretty I universally re- mocked no I hits. disliked it pretty immensely Damn. um I thought it was really stupid I thought the concept of it was pure trash mm-hmm. yeah. um I thought the songs themselves there was like maybe two that were redeemed by Filthy the music video was cool uh-huh um and the song itself is fine sure but um yeah, I would say for the most part that album was a disgusting display. Oh damn! I gotta tell you, this is maybe a shocker to our listeners. I preferred that new Backstreet Boys to the to the Justin. Yeah, I think I prefer almost anything. Wow. Did you guys listen to the new Backstreet Boys? It's I don't pretty know. good. But I have been <laughs> listening to this song they put out on the Black and Blue album recently called "The Call." And oh I'm my god! Oh, the call's the amazing. Call. Yeah. The call is such a good I song. The call. I really am. Oh my god! It's a great story. I stopped growing in 2005. <laughs> That's why I don't listen to music because I didn't know. I was like, "Well, Napster was just shut down. How are you getting your music?" And yeah. people are like, "iPods." I'm like, "Haven't heard of them." <laughs> uh, Claire's about three foot eight, by the way. Just so you guys know, uh, she is a house elf. Um, <laughs> here is. Uh, I found Britney on Star Search, so let's hear a little bit of this. Oh, shit. Is this not working? Oh, damn. This might not be working. Let's see if I zoom forward. Oh, damn it. I do remember, though, seeing when the Crimea River video came out, thinking it was so cool knowing that it was supposed to be her. You know the Crimea I mean? like, River video is also so good. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, that was like... But yeah, if you break it, it down to Crimea River and a song that we are going to mention later... I was just going to say, what a perfect segue into our first song choice. We can I know. Do that. We can talk about it and then play it. Yeah. Um, oh, that little voice and that little girl... Right? She had a voice at one point. That's crazy. She's so, like six uh, in the that video. The audio is not great because I, the, for whatever reason the cable yeah, wasn't working. Yeah, and the video yet. is from like 2000. Yeah. Or not. It was like creep, it, it was on some guy's TV. He's like a creep. Jesus His Christ. dick is also in it. It's really <laughs> fucked um, up. No. But like, I mean... <laughs> Are you not kind of surprised by how good that is? It's pretty no, good. No, I'm very surprised by how good that it is. It makes sense weird. that they would po- yeah. like posit her as a potential singer. Sure. Um, yeah. But anyway, so as I was saying about Justin Timberlake, if you break down between those two songs, Cry Me a River is one of his best and like biggest, most promoted singles ever. And yeah. it's about like, I'm the victim. Britney was mean to me, you know? And then she released Every Time, which is about her just like miserable that he that she made a mistake and he won't forgive her. And I think yeah. it's important... 
Britney wrote in the every music, time. She wrote Ooh. every time with one other co-writer. It was not a massive production. And also it was like um, her backup singer that she befriended because her backup singer was dating the head choreography of their choreographer of their tour. And he broke up with her and she was heartbroken. And they she wasn't heartbroken. That cl- they collaborated. And Britney came up to her and said, hey, I just want to make sure you feel comfortable on this tour now because I know you're in a you're in like the less powerful position. He's the head choreographer. You're a backup singer. And she goes, I just want to let you know, like I have your back. And then they, they built this bond over Britney reaching out like that. And they wrote this song together about heartbreak. Damn. Yeah. Let's and listen it is to it. Stunning. Which song is it? What's Every it time. Every time. Every time. All right. Let me see here. Da, da, da. Sorry. I did not have this pulled up and ready to go. It's okay. We just had a perfect segue. It would be a shame <laughs> not to jump on it. <laughs> I can edit it to where it sounds I don't cool. think I'd heard... I'd only heard one of the six songs you chose, by the way. That's why we chose them. We That's, I like because it, yeah. we want to remind people that she releases bangers that aren't even the main bangers. Damn. Damn. Oh, here it is. Okay. Oh, I'm going to cry. time i'll leave it here in the background so uh actor steven dorf plays the man in the music video the clip was directed by david la chapelle uh wait <laughs> that's <What>? right <laughs> he david kept the microphone yeah. against his knee. <laughs> that's like a uh, famous director i think I yeah think fashion yes person, right uh that is yeah it is. Uh, okay david la chapelle uh in port- it portrayed spears as a star hounded by photographers who eventually kills herself by taking prescription Whoa. drugs and drowning in a bathtub. Yeah, there was two versions of the music video. One was where she commits suicide in the end, and the other one was for MTV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, says um, Stephen Dorff, it was a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> director, The director just told me to diss her and just kind of ignore her, so I was just like... Playing like a boyfriend in a in a fight, Dorf recalled to MTV News of his opening limo scene of Spears, in which the two were surrounded by paparazzi. This is our take on paparazzis too, paparazzos. He says they put prosthetic noses on all of them, which is funny. You see how they all look kind of weird. You see all the noses. <laughs> Sounds very anti-Semitic. Okay, well let's mix, let's skip that part because I don't like to think of Brittany as anything but un. She's often seen even on black twitter as very unproblematic so yeah let's ah. ignore that part so what is uh what is your favorite of the britney slow songs is this it or is there 
I was, I was a lucky man myself. Oh, oh Lucky's I great. Lucky. I mean, yeah. we love Lucky. We think this was really important because she wrote it herself. So of all of the mm-hmm. slow, a lot of her songs seem very autobiographical, but then you look at Lucky, Lucky, she didn't write this, she did write. So okay. it's coming from mm-hmm. the heart. I think Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman is very Classic. quality. Yeah. Um, but Crossroads. yeah, I would say that this is, love Crossroads so much. Um, it is, go back and watch it. Honestly, a good movie. Well, you guys, you're saying, you know who directed it? Who? Shonda Rhimes. No, she wrote oh, it. Ron wrote it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. really? Yeah, Shonda and Rhimes if you look wrote at the, it. If you look at the plot of it, it's just Big Little Lies. So if someone had given oh, her damn. an HBO yeah. budget, it would have just been Big Little wow. Lies. And it has, I don't know that it was just the budget. It was the same thing. <laughs> uh, okay, but here's what I want to say. It was also stars... Um, Zoe Saldana and t- Tara Manning. Yeah. And Zoe Saldana oh, this shit, year, I like just Zoe a few Saldana months ago, went on to a show, Andy... Br- Cohen's Watch What Happens Live on Bravo and said it was so ahead of its time in the sense that it was all women. All women were actors. It was a, a female director, it. a female writer. And she goes, that's so rare, that, that kind of female camaraderie on set and that Britney Spears was to this day one of the kindest, truest people she's ever met. Have yeah. you seen the movie, Tommy? I saw it, you know, 15 I'm, years ago I somehow never over, saw yeah. it which didn't make any it sense it is hard to find yeah. it is not really? on any streaming service we did have to find it on like a black ball website or whatever what's it called Rip, black market uh, yeah streaming. What, what's it called those websites that have like stuff illegally on the oh yeah like a streaming like though. project yeah, free yeah, tv yeah. that kind of yeah. thing yeah, yeah yeah damn that's wild but um, <laughs> according to Brittany, it's not a hot. Oh, wait, you know who plays her dad? Wait, who plays her dad? <laughs> oh, the dad is Dan Aykroyd. What? <laughs> who like did this oh, weird thing where he decided to make the character a former like he Navy veteran, method. and every day under his his costume for the day, which was just dad clothes, he would do a full body tattoo because he fake was, Navy <laughs> tattoos. Oh my god! <laughs> which he like put on himself <laughs> to get in character. It's never referenced. He's in two scenes. <laughs> Jesus. But then when you hear, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does have a weird strictness about him. Yeah, uh, that's true. He did do a good job with the acting. It, it, like, does bleed through the role that he I want to watch Navy. it. Damn. I wish we I, we should have set up a viewing party before this. Uh, before it would have been worth it. Damn. The problem with Brittany is, like, you truly need, like, a week to watch all the content she's put out. Yeah. yeah it's hard to catch back insane. up. Wait, I, they, have a, they have a hospital scene in that movie that is the TV set from Scrubs. Did whoa. you know that? Oh, yeah. oh, can I tell my Zach Braff's? story please yes if you're oh a God, listener this is so unrelated here we go <laughs> i won't tell it listen to our podcast zach Braff is my personal enemy hashtag justice for claire the bathroom while she does this no i'm not gonna tell it <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course i'm not gonna tell it whatever no tell i, do. I really have know. to pee and you, you already Braff, it up. Un- yeah, yeah, go ahead uninvited dm'd me on instagram he's a at, creep kept asking me to get drinks and then finally i was bored at lunch one day and i he put up a picture from his apartment window and he lived like two blocks from me where I worked. And so I asked him to get lunch and he never responded. And I was like, how fucking dare you? Wow. He got mad because I called him late in life. I didn't realize that he literally is like so old. He's 43. How old is he? 43. Uh, I thought he was okay. going to be older than that. When yeah, said kinda, yeah, late yeah, I think life that's not that old. Does seem rough. Considering that Scrubs was big in like the early 2000s. Yeah, right? I, I think, think I didn't he was know how young I was when it was big. Uh-huh. And then um, and then he used the black Santa emoji a lot. Ooh, interesting. Which I think deserves a Vulture article. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> that's inappropriate. It was July when he was DMing me. Why are we talking about Santa at no, all? I don't like it. Well, there's also Christmas in July. That's a good Which point. is what that, getting that is lunch what Black me, Santa does. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I've never heard of that. I That's thought... not true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Has Britney Spears ever been open about politics? Does she have anything like that? Yeah, she actually recently came out and she's very upset about the immigration. She, ah. was, she came out pro-DACA. 
keeping DACA. Okay. And then I think she's come out and been. And then after all the gun violence in Las Vegas last year, I remember she like, lives there. Yeah. She lives. Well, her residency was there. She lives in uh, L.A. and she just flies in two or three times a week, depending on her boy's school schedule. Ooh. <laughs> um, so a lot of spring break performances. After that, she raised like a ton. She sold all of her paintings to raise money for Las Vegas. We're talking oh, about shit. Britney Spears's political. There was also this big thing where she's like very pro gay, obviously, and somebody tried to accuse her of being homophobic when she was a. When she was young. When she was a judge, and they slapped that out of his mouth quick as well. Okay, well, we've spoken on her politics then, but let me me ask you about this. We found an article. Oh, shit, I lost it. It's on our... I I sent it to you. Are you going to talk about her... Uh, about her hygiene is what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Interesting. She's not known for being a clean girl. There, yeah, was, a, that's there was a lawsuit. She got a sued for basically sexually harassing someone. Oh, shit. I didn't <gasps> see that part. That's the I whole didn't... point of the lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, why does it say that she's stinky for half of it then? Because that was a lot of his testimony. Uh, <laughs> so her bodyguard, Fernando Flores. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, Yikes. Wait, let me. Yeah. So that she made unwanted sexual advances. I believe him. that. But she's then, very sexual. She's very sexual. She's very lonely and she has a hard time letting people in because yeah. she's always on the move that it's like, yeah. that's why she met Kevin Federline and invited him on a world tour with her the next weekend. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like it's when just she's, like she's decided she likes someone, she has that person. Wow. And probably Fernanda's the first one to say no. Damn. Kevin so, Federline had a girlfriend who was pregnant with his second <laughs> and child. abandoned yeah. her to be with Brittany. Okay. Here's, I'm going to read it. Uh, right, Britney Spears, here. former bodyguard, accuses the toxic singer of being a toxic boss, Ugh. saying she rarely bathed, reeked of cigarettes, passed gas, picked her nose, and cursed. Oh, well, constantly. the last four I are like her that trademark. those are funny. <laughs> I, I you like think that, that Britney has a really funny <laughs> sense also, of humor. Like, like if you're her bodyguard, you're with her 24 7. I'm sorry she farts. She is a yeah, person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry she picks her nose. She's an honest person. Yeah. Yeah. She did Wait, not bathe for the... days on end, did not yeah. use deodorant, did not brush her teeth, did not fix her hair, did not wear shoes or socks. Well, He's... the hair thing we know. There's yeah, that famous... Yeah, socks Claire resonates with. <laughs> I don't wear socks. That's my biggest flaw. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> That's my I biggest like... flaw. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to change a lot, but I always find myself sockless once more. <laughs> but I will say there's that famous... Um, pictures of her going into a gas station bathroom barefoot she the thing is at her yeah. core she's trash and that's why we love her she's so we can't ask her to change of course with louisiana and she doesn't know that she doesn't still live there <laughs> she's been so protected that she doesn't i was thinking about it i don't think she has any famous friends now oh yeah interesting she yeah famous people she ran with like mm-hmm. she like went to clubs with and stuff but she's never had like friends like the way courtney cox and jennifer aniston go on vacation together yeah mm. oh that's a good that's interesting wait huh. this is good it says uh, on another occasion flores says he entered spears bedroom and found her completely nude which first of all this is not her well then why was she i, know. Was he I, don't know. Yeah, I think that yeah. you're allowed to be nude in your own bedroom so after an awkward silence in which spears stood naked in front of flores he asked her if she needed anything and she replied Two bottles of Seven Up, according to the lawsuit. <laughs> this is like the I story. I don't know what this she did like wrong. This is like the Aziz Ansari article. <laughs> yeah, I truly feel like being naked in your own home is also, a real. Also, I think if you're a star like that, you know, she's doing like a hundred outfit changes per day on her tour. Constant Whenever she photo does, shoots. Yeah, photo yeah. shoots. Probably spray tanned all the time. I think being naked is that. It's like being a model, how they're always just naked. I don't think it's a big deal. And if you're like that closer in her circle, you're basically a doctor. Yeah, one time yeah. I worked at a fashion website for a little bit. Um, We've talked about it extensively on our podcast, but people would just like when we had models like coming in to do shoots, it was uh-huh. like a loft space, whatever. And like yeah. models, they would just like nude up 
yeah. for outfit changes. Uh, and it's like, well, we are. Just, I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, that's sexual harassment. I don't care what you so say. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, cut Britney some slack. Because if she's harassing, I've been harassed. I also, like, personally um, relate to what Britney went through. Because I went to a boarding school. And I remember in ninth grade, I was, like, much more comfortable in my body than my roommate and my roommate's friends were. And they would all be hanging out in our room, like, my roommate and her friends. And I would have to change to go to, like, sports practice. And they'd all be like oh my God, are you going to do that here? They'd be like, you should go to the bathroom. I'd be like, this is where I live. You leave. Don't ask me to leave. So don't come into my bedroom and then get mad that I need to change my clothes in the place where my clothes exist. Hmm. Well, we went to Limestone together. Tom came in and I was naked. Yeah. And now he's suing me. And I am suing him for that. I saw his little wiener and I saw his little butt. (laughs) That is what, and he 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 ordered me to bring him two seven ups. That's right. (laughs) And did you? Of course I did. Which (laughs) is why I'm counter suing. And then his penis grew four inches that day. (laughs) Um, Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, let's let's go for, so what, those are her, that's all he has for the sexual harassment they settled it? but i think she her stance was that he is a liar about the sexual I can't stuff can't believe and, they uh, settled that explains that song she wrote that there were allegations in the air that now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> stars fernando, were bright. fernando. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's uh i love the play on toxic that's not even wordplay oh, really. yeah, yeah. <laughs> The lucky singer is not so lucky after <laughs> raping her bodyguard. It's like, oh, Jesus. Uh, Fernando emailed the allegations to her heart. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the worst. Uh, feeling a bit underprotected. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, worst song of all time or second worst song of all time? Email, Email my, my heart? heart. I mean, song title. It's okay. a really bad title. Honestly, <laughs> she didn't know that. that. Email. And it came out in 1999. I mean, that's true. that was honestly pretty revolutionary. Okay, can I say something? Yeah. You are a sexist if. <laughs> oh. You might be a sexist if. <laughs> if you think Email My Heart is stupid, but you that song about it goes down in the DMs is smart. Oh, I don't know. I'm DMs not claiming that. Terrible. Okay, well, then you're not a sexist. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a standard. That's very <laughs> smart. Not so even funny. to say you like it, but be like, that is a smart song. That's funny because that's like, that's, that's the. The exact same thing. Wow. That's good one. Uh, sexist shaming uh, Jeff Foxworthy. Um, <laughs> oh, Jeff Upworthy. Wow. That's good. <laughs> uh, but then earlier I was doing uh, PC, Larry the Cable Guy, Larry the PC Guy, right. which is like, um, oh, yeah. which is like, I don't care who you are. That's sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. There's there's more stuff I want to read about. We should go to Facebook. We had a lot of people chiming in. Yeah, don't mention that one ones. I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet. No, today. you know, can we can we cut this out? But Barbara Gray, I don't want to bring her up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. She's nice. I don't give a fuck. She's our competition. Ashley have a killer instinct. Okay. Hey, I'm leaving all this in. <laughs> all right. Let me see what we got here. Um, somebody posted, Kevin Fox posted, oops, I did it again. This looks like it might be a, uh, like a parody or something. Uh, uh Bobby Buds, our dear friend parodies. from Chicago says, I had no idea how much gay people loved her until yes. I worked the gay pride parade. They played one of her songs and I swear to Christ on a cracker. It was the most lit shit I've ever seen. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, our friend Lucy Sinchimer from Nashville says, look up Heather McMahon on Instagram. I did. I couldn't find watch it. Watch her Britney theory. She couldn't find anything. All right. Well, that's worthless. 
Um, Tyler Snodgrass says, I don't really like pop music normally, but Hit Me Baby One More Time and Toxic are absolute bangers. If you just look up the chords and play them on whatever instrument you play, the writing itself and the simple chord progression really holds up. I think the chord progression in Toxic might be as fun as it gets. Like, no matter what. Britney is great at having songs that just, like, hit you up top. Like, yeah. The second they start, you know, exactly, you hear those Toxic notes and you're like, this is Toxic. You hear it, da na na na, and that's Hit Me Baby. Like, you just, she has so many songs that just. Up front, uh-huh. I'll say I've heard several covers City. of Toxic, and they're all fun because of that. You're right; the yeah. opening's a good time. It's just like a lot of her albums also open, like the opening track on most of her albums opens with like a bang, so you like know exactly what you're listening to yeah. and where you are at that time. It's genius. <laughs> uh, Max Martin wrote "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." Yeah, yeah it was the first like time he ever spoke English. The best. I love <laughs> well, it. have you ever heard the funny story about like "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time"? What it means? Well, he thought it just means like "Call Me." Yeah, yeah. he's just in it. We don't think he spoke English when he wrote that yeah. song he was they using said, a, a physical translator book swedish to english so <laughs> you know he gave it to like 17 other artists and they're all like this is nonsensical garbage yeah. and britney was like give me your worst pile of trash i will <laughs> i will light it up and it, it originally fireworks. was just ikea uh, furniture <laughs> items <laughs> all listed together he wrote a bunch of my favorite taylor swift songs i think he is oh, a, that's a true genius Ashley hates space. his taylor swift work oh. i think that a lot of the songs that he's written for taylor swift are her worst songs <gasps> you don't like 1989 he wrote like most of that I think that the one I think "Shake It Off" is one of the worst songs she's ever put out. Wow! I think it is Wait, Tommy, stop climbing over the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like my favorite song. I'm an actual Taylor Swift fan. I'm not. I mean, no, I'm not. Yeah, I just think that it's like. <laughs> I just think it's like kind of bad like when that single came out. I was like, oh, 1989 is gonna suck. And then the rest of it, I was like, wait a second. What a good Out of the like, Woods is so good. I like her Jack Antonoff. But bops. didn't he write Bad Blood too, which mm-hmm. is a really bad song if you listen to the version without Kendrick on it. This is Tom from um. the future. We had to stop the podcast because Tommy started ripping his hair out. <laughs> <laughs> JFK. Uh, yeah, that's just insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. I think that a lot of those songs are great. I think. Uh, you know, Bad Blood I think is Blank Anthony Rizzo's, Rizzo's walk up music. I yeah, I know. It's it. a nightmare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I think that the only person doing it worst is uh, fucking Zobrist. With his, his wife, like, Juliana? Yeah, Juliana Zobrist is like the worst musician the world has ever seen. <laughs> She's a Christian, oh uh, Christian music, yeah. Oh, damn. But Are these Cubs? Is this a Cubs good. reference? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess. At first I thought it was like a comic that you guys all knew and I didn't know and then when I heard Zobrist, I was like, that's a baseball name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Uh, I this hate Juliana Zobrist's eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. A lot of stuff coming out today. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think 1989 is a great album. Blank is. Space is one of the best pop songs of its time. I would very much agree. And the music video, I think I'm very into music videos. Uh-huh. I think I know it's Sean. the most flawless music video in the whole world. You know who? Sean O'Pry, the guy from the video. The guy from the video. I went to his apartment once. Now, True those story. are good eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are the leading podcast on judging people's eyebrows. <laughs> I'll do it all day. <laughs> uh, um, wow, that's amazing. Let's get to some more. Speaking of music videos, one that we didn't include because yes. the main reason I love it is because the music video is my prerogative, oh, which is a cover okay. song, Bobby but that's Brown. super not important. Yeah. Britney does it way better. But Damn, the what? <laughs> you should see him performing, uh, Bobby Brown performing my prerogative. just not impressed. No, oh, watching wow. it in the Whitney Houston documentary that just oh. came out, you're like, oh shit, I get why she was into him. And I then, get that. Yeah, I just think well, that... I get why 
we were all into Britney when I watched My Prerogative. Yeah, I think that the first 10 seconds of the My Prerogative music video are some of the best 10 seconds of music video of all time. <laughs> okay. Damn, I want to see what it those, Do you know what the words are? No. They go, she goes, they say I'm crazy. No, no, no. no. She goes, they can take everything away from you. Oh. But they can never take away your truth. That's important. The question is, can, can you, you handle, handle mine? mine? And then she's behind the wheel of a car and she says, they say I'm crazy. And then you hear the car screech and go over a fence and then it lands in a pool. And then she and comes then, out soaking wet, which is damn. Brittany. And then she's on Look. the hood of a car and Stopping. she says, damn. I really don't care. Okay. And I just want to say my senior yearbook quote was, you say I'm crazy. I got your crazy, which is a reference in a Britney song, Womanizer, to that video. <laughs> Exactly. Britney is nothing if not a callback queen. She calls back stronger, stronger than yesterday, uh-huh. which is my loneliness ain't killing me no more. That's obviously a callback to me baby more time. And yeah. womanizer, she says, You say I'm crazy, I got you crazy, which is a callback to my prerogative when she says they say I'm crazy. Exactly. Damn. I mean she is She's so layered. genius. No one gives She is her a credit. narrative that no like we none of us have the scope to see the narrative. Do you know what I mean? Like I cannot wait ten albums from now, Britney twenty, we're just gonna be hearing callbacks to this podcast. Do you know what I mean? We'll be, I mean? Oh, we're so happy about her comeback and she's like, Oh, you don't even know this is what comeback? I mean, she's not she never went away. She just uh, started She did have a little bit of a breakdown. I'd say she no, went because away. because it was a little bit of a breakdown. It was like three years she of shaved moves. her head. Okay, okay. I just wanna say that blackout was her comeback album, it but the people best album. keep on calling every time she comes out with a new album since Blackout got almost no traction, even though it is truly a phenomenal album. It's such album. a good album. And Have then, you guys heard Blackout? Is one no. of the songs? Uh, one of the songs we did, Radar. Which oh, is from Blackout, yeah, and it was so good that they actually, and it didn't they get any traction. They included it on Circus, the next album. It was on because both they albums? Were like, you gotta they listen like, again. It's like when you do a really good joke and none of your friends hear you at a party, so then you just say the joke again, and you're like, mm. finally. <laughs> credit yeah. <laughs> radar because they did not release it as a single off blackout and there was just like a lot going on that was like the gimme more performance that was a fucking nightmare she was not ready to put out a new and promote a new album but everything we have today is based off of this album wow. yeah this i mean the blueprint this, this is every producer came out onto this album and tried out their new ideas that they then perfected for like Katy perry and stuff. Oh, like shit. this album defined the current generation of pop music Edginess is a rush, edges I like a rough. A man with a Midas touch, intoxicate me. I'm a lush, stop your making me blush. People are looking at us. So I just on my radar. This came out in 2008, and this is this is before like all the Skrillex, all the Diplo, all the like levels of Avicii, all of the like electronic music we hear now. That's like so produced like this. Mm. This came out before that. Wow. And I also want to say that people, what I meant about the comeback albums is that this album was the post breakdown album, and it is incredible. This album has "Piece of Me." It 
Like, I mean, it's so... Give me more piece me of more me, piece of me. It's so good. And then now, ever since then, every time she puts out an album, people are like, oh, Britney Spears is trying to make a comeback. And it's like, she's been making a comeback. Yeah. She just doesn't release albums every nine months anymore. She releases them every two like two, three years, uh-huh. which is a very reasonable amount yeah, of time for someone who has two kids. Like, a who's, residency. Yeah, she's busy. She can't just <laughs> churn out music anymore. She's but been still engaged so every good. four months. <laughs> that takes up your time. Her hero uh, was Louie. She tried to do an hour every year. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to say that like that explains the thing she did to Fernando <laughs> as well <laughs> um, so me and Ashley mostly picked the rest of our favorite singles from after this period because we do want to bring a little bit of recognition to how many bangers she's had since the breakdown yeah sure. people keep on saying it's like oh yeah Brittany I loved Toxic I loved yeah. Baby One More Time and it's like oh she is so much she's infinitely more than that did wow. you not love um piece of me did you not love till Til the, the world, world ends. ends that's not my neck can we play that now that's yeah yeah well, let's talk about this song real fast okay. a little bit i mean we already noted i like the way that wor- the wording they use on this it says this song is the first to be featured on two different studio albums as if that's a good thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not great yeah, it's uh, set a record. <laughs> <laughs> this was released as the fourth single from spears circus album following womanizer circus and if you seek amy those uh, are all that all came out after yeah. her so breakdown. Do you we, know If You Seek Amy? Do you know those that song? Yeah, of course. Of I course, was about to say I love If You Seek Amy. And what's funny is it took me a long time to find out what, that, it, meant. what yeah. it meant. Oh, my God. That's, uh, I feel like that's the same with oh, like is it three. Fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. Yeah. Uh, we will be putting out on the Patreon our, bon- <laughs> our, bon- our bonus track. If you seek, <laughs> if you seek a Tommy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's hard to do. <laughs> if you seek a Tommy, there we go. Yeah, it doesn't really work. <laughs> it's almost. It's almost there. It's almost something. But think about like what a hit Womanizer was. What a hit. The song "Circus" was yeah, yeah, and this was the second go? time that Radar I don't remember came out circus, because though. um, fuck, I wish we don't could sing play it. it. I sing, won't sing it, it. <laughs> sing it. It's the one where she goes. There's only two types of people in this world: the uh, ones that yeah. entertain and the, and ones, the ones that, that observe. Are, and I'm yeah. a put on a show kind of girl. Don't so like the backseat. Got to be first. Oh, it's so good. Damn. Damn. All right. She's like the ringleader. She calls <laughs> the shots. <laughs> She's like a firecracker. <laughs> So what was, I thought you were sincerely just saying that. For no, a second. <laughs> this is till the world ends. This kitten got your tongue tied in knots to see. Spit it out, cause I'm dying for company. I notice that you got it. You notice that I want it. You know that I can take it to the next level, baby. If you want this goodness, sicker than the remix, baby, let me blow your mind tonight. I can't take it, take it, take no more. Never felt like, felt like this before. Come on, get me, get me on the floor. DJ, what you, what you waiting for? I yeah. dare yeah. someone to sit beat. still while it's listening so to that song. I want to say that Tommy was sitting still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everybody here was. I was the only one kind I of. I saw your head bobbing. I was bobbing I was around bobbing. here and there. Also, it 
only works in one ear or headphones. So I think if you I think if you were surround sounded it, you would not be able to stop moving. I also I will say we listened to this on surround sound for quite a while. And you kept dancing until the world ended. I mean, it really is. I like it because in this song, she has that lyric "sicker than the remix," and then she immediately put out a studio remix with Nicki Minaj and Kesha. Hell yeah! What year was that? Um, this came out. Okay, hold on. I can I was, see myself. I'm. You want to guess? Yeah, because I, I was in I was college. Really. I remember I it came out when I was in taking finals. I was dating Jordan Lebovic, which was my freshman spring, so 2011. Oh, I, uh, I did not. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, yeah. So it came out 2011 spring. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. March like, 14th, 2011. Oh hell yeah! Wow. I remember, oh, I must have been studying for midterms. So I remember saying, Claire, you can't listen to this song until midterms are over because you won't stop listening to it and you have to study. Yeah. I won't let myself so listen good. to uh, to the newest uh, Kanye until I'm done with midterms. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in. Uh, <laughs> just like our former <laughs> guest Dan, Dan Licata, <laughs> high school. Yeah, yeah. I decided to go back to school oh with him. Hell yeah, so funny. Who did he do? <laughs> he did Black Flag slash Henry Rollins. Mm-hmm. Uh, check that out. It was a great time. Um, uh, let's see. Speaking about the song, Kesha told Spin Magazine, the song is me imagining her and any female musician touring the world. You know, when you go out and you're having an amazing magical night and you don't want to go to sleep and you want it to last until the world ends. Yeah, That's that Kesha. resonates. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I've literally never felt that. <laughs> I've danced until about 11.35 p.m. And yeah, gone, well, this is a perfect amount of time. And then on I your go podcast, on. you said you you go to bed at midnight every night? Yeah, I'm or by midnight every wow. night? I'm not a late. I don't like to stay up late. I don't like to... I have like the opposite of FOMO, which is like I almost detrimentally am. I've never experienced something that I was like, well, I could just do this tomorrow. Like, there's nothing out there that I think is unique. See, I'm a, I'm a real stay out all nighter. Yeah, yeah. it's like hard a, for us. I, I have a hard time going time out FOMO. and then like going home. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like to go yeah. home. I will say, ever I bought a Nintendo Switch and it's made it to where I want to go home more. Oh, and no, also, I, when the, the new NBA 2K comes out, I'll probably mm-hmm. be looking forward to coming home. More. My thing is, I'm such a slow drinker that like uh-huh. I will go out have dr- two drinks and then sober up, uh, <laughs> and it'll be like twelve fifteen, and I'll be like well i could just get drunk again but like then i have like a clear vision of what's happening and i'm like i come through i'm tired i'm like i just gotta yeah. go home and you so that's the problem I, I drink sober. Sober. yeah i sober up in the middle of the night and then just go well i can't go in for round two i'd rather go home yeah, yeah. be a faster huh. drinker i'll try there you go. i feel like i credit my like in my house growing up if you like put a drink down someone would just like swing by and take mm. it uh. and so i feel like i've always been a very speedy drinker and then that like rolled over into alcohol and now i'm like well here we are (laughs) damn that's dangerous i'm a fast eater because growing up me and my brother would like split pizzas and the way we split it is you got however much you got before it was gone that's pretty much what my family did so it would just be like like and then oh my god one time i didn't eat the crust and i saved them for later my brother noticed and he literally hit me (laughs) that was decided to be an unfair that is unfair because then i I do go back and eat the crust but i was just like i was like i I spit on everything as a kid i like oh, I'd no. stuff and like, now sucks. it's mine. Man. <laughs> that is disgusting. Uh, last night they had free pizza at the show I did and I was so oh, nice. mad because I ate right before. And oh. then I forced myself to eat like two pieces of pizza that I didn't even want. Damn. I feel I like shit today. I forgot I until you said so that bad. I forgot that me and Ashley are on this insane diet and I'm so hungry. I just remembered that I'm cleansing and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you said pizza and all of a sudden my body went, that's what we're missing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nutrients. <laughs> I want to see if there was any other. There was another Facebook quote or uh, comment. Oh, Charlie Vergo. I it. love oh, this story. We yeah. talked to him about it. We we yeah, like him last night. Oh, nice. oh really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. We. 
Charlie says, uh, Justin Timberlake comes into my folks' restaurant every once in a while. Uh, according to all the dudes that had wait on him, Brittany was their favorite of Justin's significant others over Jessica Beale and Cameron Diaz, with Cameron Diaz getting the most hate. Wow. Yes. Why? Well, we I asked, love Cameron Diaz. They said that, because, you know, it's a southern, it's a barbecue restaurant it's in the south, and they said Brittany was just most in her element. She was really polite, talked to everybody, ate all of her food, was happy yeah. to be. I think that, like, as we said, with in the same way that she's farting a lot and she's picking her nose. Like, she's just like she's a down-home like, girl who's trying to, like, walk in the mud and yeah. eat a pig she caught herself. God. <laughs> Wash it down with some 7-Up. I don't yeah. know why I picture her walking around farting on Fernando. It really bumps <laughs> me out. <laughs> I think that's funny. I think that's... She definitely wasn't sexually harassing. She's just, like, sitting in his lap and then farting and being like, ha <laughs> I think that the reason she has such a good relationship with her uh, young sons, like, they're, yeah. like, what, like, 8 and 9 or, like... I think they're 10 and 11. No, they're one year apart. They're Irish twins. Let's Ooh. see here. And then I looked it up at the one month. They weren't the same. Oh. <laughs> I think they're 11 and 12. But I think that's why she gets along with them so well is because they all have the same sense of humor. Uh-huh. Like she like probably picks her nose and like flicks it at her sons and they think it's great. Yeah. yeah. On Christmas morning, it's like spitball time. <laughs> Damn. Man, that's like Tommy and uh, those same boys. <laughs> I didn't think of another person. I don't know. You're always I would love around. it if you were secretly like the nanny of Jaden and Sean Preston. Yeah, yes. and you're just like flicking boogers at them all the time. That's my like, life. Like doctor's order. You're like, Brittany says I have to or I lose the job. <laughs> How many wet willies do you think happen in her vast Marriott home per day? <laughs> she lives in a house that looks like a Marriott. Oh, shit. It's she all decorate it. On her Insta story, she'll post videos of her in her home like yeah, it singing just looks, and dancing. Yeah. It's just like a giant beige canvas uh-huh. with like random beige lamps. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange life. Um, I wanted to find the thing about her lip syncing. What do you guys think about her lip syncing? She claims she doesn't she do it. How dare you ask her to run that fast across the stage and do those moves and also dance and sing. It's do you know yeah. how long her show is? We uh, talked about the Peace of Me tour recently and looked at the set list. It's 23 songs wow. and you think that she's just going to sing and dance that whole time? She's Present. on Quaaludes. She can't do that. <laughs> uh, she, uh, according to Rolling Stone, she, uh, she talked to them and she, uh, Britney Spears on lip sync accusations. It really pisses me off. Damn. I would believe that she doesn't know she's lip syncing. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't know what lip syncing actually is. No, I believe they just cut the, the mic. thing about lip syncing is that you are singing. That's right. how you make it. That's what I learned from the Hillary Duff movie anyway, that you really do sing into the yeah. mic. And but then, there's just a backing track. Yeah, that your mic is off. And I yeah. do believe that the they're Lizzie doing McGuire that. Movie. It's like how I give Tommy a microphone, but On it's actually podcast. off. <laughs> it's actually off. And you just have a track that's just running and you like press like just Tommy, a good, say, joke, Tom. <laughs> good joke, Tom. Good joke, Tom. Good joke, Tom. <laughs> uh, she says, I'm busting my ass out there singing it, dance. Uh, wait, I'm busting my ass out there and singing at the same time, and nobody ever really gives me credit for it. Damn. Yeah, I believe yeah. she yeah. is singing at the same time as she's busting her ass and the busting the ass of the dancing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's also like, singing. and then there's also just like a different track singing louder. Yeah. Than so her it singing. came out when uh, she was um, she was at a Tokyo concert and. Uh, the singer accidentally got her microphone caught in her hair, and while she tried to untangle the mic, her vocals remained audible. Ah. Damn. I do think, though, that don't most performers sing with a backup track? Like, you hear, like, Ariana Grande sing, and, like, you can hear when she's singing live, but there's also, like, her song is playing the whole time. Like, they yeah. sing over themselves. That's and very normal. And I think that, just in general, for 
like people who perform in the size of any that Britney performs in, a lot of times like acoustically live singing just like straight up is not a thing that happens uh-huh. because especially for like outdoor performances, yeah, like, yo yo amphitheaters and stuff, they don't sing live because it's just like there's wind and Wait, that's not practical. Yo-yo <laughs> Wait, how yo-yo. does yo yo ma factor into this? <laughs> yo yo ma, yo yo ma, explain that. Pre-recorded his cello instrumental for. Obama's second term inauguration yeah. inside because it was going to be like four degrees. Oh in. yeah, and then they and everybody was like pissed off and they were just like, yeah, you can't play a cello in negative degree weather outside yeah. for a billion yeah. people on a fucking flight of grass. That happens pretty regularly with like um, national anthems and stuff like that too. Some people oh. will pre-record it because it's like it's too windy. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, you guys, she's just a person. Damn. And, and if you think Yo Yo Ma is respectable, then you better think Britney is respectable, or you're sexist. You're sexist. <laughs> or you're sexist. This Britney Yo Yo Ma feud has been going on for two months, <laughs> and I'm sick of it. Um, I just found. So I was trying to figure out if uh, Britney like Trump or whatever. It says on CNN, there's a picture of. Uh, it says Britney Spears posted this photo of a dog just moments after Trump took the oath of office. That was a visual representation. Representation of how she feels after she washes her hair. <laughs> it's just a dog with a bow. <laughs> it says how I feel after I wash my hair. I don't see how that's relevant. To <laughs> I think that's reading, reading that's too real far What do they think hair is representative of? Like, well, that was that the same thing happened with Taylor stretch. Swift where it was like, oh, she's wearing a sweater, the same color of the sweater Lena Dunham posted with her I voted sticker. So she's secretly saying she voted. It's like, yeah, yeah, she just no, put it That's just a shirt. Yeah, yeah, I think that the difference between Taylor Swift and Britney is that Taylor Swift acts very like with the times and like is aware of what's happening in pop culture and the news and whatever, but then won't acknowledge the news. Mm-hmm. Whereas Brittany, I fully believe, does not have Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany just did a concert. In the middle of the concert, she had to ask where the city she was living, where it was. She's like, where are we? And they were She like, did a concert and she didn't know who Andy Cohen from Bravo was. Oh, damn. He like was, he was brought on up on stage. stage and she said, give it up for this guy. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> she goes, you all know Bye, him. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty bad. So I just think that, Gosh. I think that to hold, I think it's, very different levels of accountability. You know what I mean? Like I don't, and I do think she comes through like, in, like I think she like knows right from wrong. Like she comes in and she goes, no, we shouldn't kick immigrant children who have been raised in this country out of this country. Mm-hmm. She supported DACA. She like, so she's like, yeah, right. it's about to shoot innocent people at a concert. She supported shooting victims. Oh yeah. Oh, so I, I just, see, I yeah. don't think that, I, I don't know if she voted and I don't know if right. it's her fault because I don't think, I don't she think, think name, she has a calendar. No, I don't think she could name the people that ran because she's not allowed to watch TV and she literally cannot read. So she's not allowed to watch TV. Is that true? I mean, no, we, we, we know she gets an allowance. Well, she has right? a crazy conservatorship. It's called. Yes. Yeah. That's the legal term for what yeah, her dad she's has over. From not the like an adult legally. A, and I believe that she does get TV time after dinner, but I don't <laughs> know what she's, she's allowed to watch. She's not going to waste it on CNN. Right. Yeah. Damn. So... How does this work? So her dad controls her bank. Like he, yeah, she can't. Yeah, her dad in association with a lawyer named Mr. Wallet. Andrew Wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Which I am sure is not a person and is just like, (laughs) like a, like the paper clip. Do you know what I mean? It's just a, it's it's just clip art. They used to explain money to her. They say, Mr. Wallet says, (laughs) they're like, you want to buy a car for a man you went on one date with? What would Mr. Wallet say? You say, that's a bad idea. They They bring a guy in dressed with one of those pop Parazzo noses. Oh <laughs> like, this is how banks work. This is a lawyer. <laughs> uh, that is so funny, Mr. Wallet. <laughs> I had, when I was a kid, we had a, one of those cops come to our school who like teaches you about laws or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Tells you not to do drugs. 
and his name was Mr. Friendly. And it, I didn't no. realize that that was fake until about six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> or Officer Friendly, I should say. If you're like so in funny. a jam and you're like, no, I got a friend in the force. Call <laughs> Officer Friendly. <laughs> Tell him I'm they here. just start beating me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend growing up whose dad was an officer, and she thought that meant that every police in our town like worked for her. So it would be raining out, and I'd be like, oh, we better get inside. She'd go, that's fine. A police officer will drive us home. And I'm like, I don't think they're... Wait, was she a white woman? Yeah, she... But- she was right. <laughs> Damn, got her ass. But she really treated them like Uber. She was just like, they just have to do what I ask because my dad's a police officer. Um, Dude, I actually know a lot of people who have used the police like that where they're like, I just don't feel like calling a cab and they'll tell, they'll just see a cop and be like, hey, I'm afraid to go home or whatever and then they get home. Jesus Pretty Christ. Pretty sick. I'm so stupid. I mean, isn't that I what the cops should be doing? Last week, a, I told a police officer, I had swiped some, like a homeless person in and then I realized I actually needed to get into that very subway. Uh, and I went into a police officer I'm like, am I card won't work and he used his personal metro card and swiped me in so damn white well, women in baby. terms of being a white woman who is extremely protected uh one of our other picks is called overprotected Great Let's hear what it. way to go we we have a new host <laughs> we, have a, we have a new third mic on this show That's what she does she keeps me on track <laughs> we're gonna be uh recruiting ashley to, <laughs> to work for our show now instead of you guys uh this is overprotected Time. Time. Joy. 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 Need space. Love. I need me. Action! Say hello to the girl that I am. You're gonna have to see This is one of the early songs that we chose mm-hmm. pre-breakdown because I this felt it was foreshadowing. It is. From crazy 2002 album Britney. Uh, it says, uh, the song Overprotected from Britney Spears' 2002 album Britney is a song that did well in the charts but has come back to be a bit of an irony piece for the Ooh. singer. Although she didn't write the lyrics, they have been prophetic for her. Uh, chaotic personal life and professional instabilities. Dismissed as a simple rebel anthem for the teen generation at first, the lyrics are now interpreted on a different level fuck that wikipedia author yeah uh, i don't this, find this it this person didn't even ironic make it onto wikipedia <laughs> or prophetic this i find it banter. important it was also just like true of the time she felt overprotected I'm i sure. don't think that they meant irony like i think they were like it's ironic that this ended up happening it's a to self-fulfilling her. yeah exactly i found it to be a self-fulfilling because i think that i think that she was overprotected and i think that the lack of real life that she was given led to her breaking down because like she was only given like whatever like Lynn and like Mr. whatever and and, like her manager who was later sued for fucking her up so bad Mm -hmm. like I think that they were like so controlling and so obsessive over like what she saw and what she did um, that she like had no grasp on reality you know 
I picked this song personally just for like the music. I think it's cool that it's both a ballad but also a bop. Yeah, and I also think that the music video, another really good one, the dance breaks in this music video will blow you yeah, away. Yeah, we didn't get to it, like the breakdown in this, but there's a, like, oh God, the middle is so good when it's just like hit, hit, hit. Yeah, um, I honestly recommend they're in like this music video is so pure and simple. She's in a warehouse. She's got backup dancers. She's on a daybed lounge space situation. And then they're dancing. They're singing. The outfits will. It's just a full knock out of the park. Puffy sleeves, low rise jeans, low rise jeans, a lot of belts, exposed belly buttons, a lot of hats, some shiny arm pieces. It's (laughs) It's a McNamara outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I watched it and I said that that look is a McNamara. What's oh, your yeah. favorite Britney music video? Oh, that's so hard to say. Um, because I feel like I like different parts from each of them. Like if sure. I could take the like intro toxic. for my prerogative, like I like toxic. But the intro for my prerogative, and then the dance break from Overprotected, and yeah. then some of the outfits from Baby One More Time. Oh damn! Um, not even the main one with like the skirt and the tied up shirt, but the one later with like the yellow sports bra when she's like yes, playing basketball. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God damn! Yeah. Basketball? You know? Yeah, yeah. she has a backflip. Yeah. Here's the, the thing. You know how bad. Here's, <laughs> here's what I want to say about Britney Spears' music videos: is all of the hits have been her idea. Hit me baby one more time. They wanted it to be a cartoon because they wanted to picture the younger kids. And she said, no, I want it to be real. She goes, I want it to be in a Catholic school. And then they got her all these outfits. And she goes, I think we should just wear the uniforms that I wear at school. And so they went to Kohl's, got wow. her those outfits. And then she was wearing a Catholic school girl uniform. And then she goes, I think we should tie it up so it's not so dorky. That's a direct quote. Full on That whole thing was her. The hot guy, the hot love interest was her cousin. And the teacher was her assistant. That was wow. a 100% Britney production. Toxic. Fully her idea for the video. Yeah. And then Womanizer, which is a response to Toxic, was also her idea. She said, wouldn't it be cool to make a video that's like a sequel to Toxic? I mean, she's just full of ideas and no one will listen. I think (laughs) that some of the biggest issues that we personally find with Britney's career are things that are like fully her management just taking the reins and doing a bad job. Most of her collaborations are god-awful because they keep on matching her up with just horseshit artists. Yeah. Which is actually, that's a good g Easy. I picked a song with g Easy. That's a good segue. But I want to say, uh-huh. yeah, she's the only artist of all time to have Madonna as the feature I like that you her. said that's a good wow. segue. <laughs> and Madonna. We'll decide if it's a good segue. Madonna but Ashley does it in the segue. Yeah, I'm just yeah, because I don't say that's a good segue. I say, speaking of. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of shitty features. And also, we hadn't gotten to Tommy's answer for his favorite music video. Yeah, fine. I'll stop producing. I'm just a talent. (laughs) (laughs) Tried to. uh, I've tried to do the stronger chair dance from time to time. Is that right? (laughs) Oh, I forgot about the stronger chair dance. Jesus Christ, she's so prolific. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I think. Don't forget that Madonna asked Britney to collaborate. Wow! So oh, shit. Madonna was like, "This chick is on the Everybody's come up, and I am old." I want to say, I think "Crazy" is my favorite. What I, is I, I, oh, that's so good! Melissa Joan she's Hart. wearing the glasses. Then there's a whole movie, oh. and, uh, yeah. and uh, Adrian, Adrian Grenier. Grenier. Yeah, that's so good. The One time I saw Adrian Grenier at a coffee like shop. Oh, man. oh, really? Yeah. Was he dreamy? <laughs> Honestly. He looked very good. No, I'm not surprised. Adrian Grenier. Yeah. yeah. We saw Turtle in the event. Jerry Ferrara. Yeah, we did. Wow. Turtle was everywhere, man. Turtle was at Andrew's fucking yeah. show. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy. What a world. Turtle is everywhere, it sounds friend. like. 
If there's one thing I want people to know about me is that I'm like a weirdly good friend. Yeah, it's bizarre. People don't expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know who else is a good friend? <laughs> one time. G Easy. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna tell a story about how good of a friend Claire is. Tell it. Tell it. She okay. So one time <laughs> she flashed me once. I've, <laughs> you know, um, I get that privilege all the time whenever I ask for it. But one time I was out for a run and I was by Claire's house kind of, and then a cyclist hit me <gasps> and I dropped my phone and it broke and oh, then my shit. hands were bleeding. And then I went to the Apple store, which was right nearby. And I like just walked in crying. And then uh, they like helped me wash off my hands like a baby. And then I like had to give them my phone to fix. And then uh, I had like decided to fire off one text before I turned my phone over. And I texted Claire and I was like, I'm by your house and my phone is broken and I'm bleeding. And I'm going to go to this store for two hours while they fix my phone. And then she just like met me at that store. Oh, I had no way nice. to follow up. Yeah. And we didn't even know each other that well then. That was yeah, like we weren't even out. that good of friends. You just knew you were near her place. Yeah. Damn. I found her. That's very nice. Thanks. You could get, yeah. Almost as nice as G's flow. <laughs> <laughs> good segue. <laughs> into it recently i really like it i picked it because i've just genuinely been listening to a lot recently it makes me like want to move my body yeah it's a fun one i Uh, think that glory is a deeply it was like such an ignored album and i cannot figure out why i know i know why why because she promoted it for six months and then it came out the same day that beyonce's surprise album came out oh yeah god that was such a it was painful like me and my friend daniel um we worked it was like when i still lived in california and we worked in this office in burbank where we were like kind of two of the youngest people there Mm -hmm. and so we decided to become the glory street team and we like put post-it notes in all the office kitchens it was like a really big building and we like went around and wrote glory is out now on itunes and spotify and we put it on post-it notes on all the refrigerators (laughs) (laughs) but that i I really do think that that fucked with her sales obviously because it it got so much attention that that first surprise beyonce drop was huge huge. and now people are like yeah yeah beyonce's surprising us with an album again i've got to get to school (laughs) 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 i do think like I mean, Beyonce changed the game for how you promote an album. Now promoting hard seems like lame almost. Yeah, uh-huh. and so that's why I think that 
Taylor Swift reputation. This is another Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. I think that if she had just dropped it when she like deleted her whole Instagram and then like put out those three snake videos, mm-hmm. I think that if she had dropped an album or like done it during the eclipse or something, that would have been Ooh, amazing. Eclipse. But I think that because she like kept dropping hints and then went on to do traditional promotion, it was just like embarrassing. Yeah. And I think the album itself was still good, but I think if it had been in a surprise album, the reception would have been much more favorable mm-hmm. than with traditional promotion with weird teases. You know I what I mean? I think Gordon should have been the first single. I agree uh, with that so wholeheartedly. Good. It's amazing. And, and uh, dropping it on Kanye's mom's birthday. Fucked that was up. ice cold. <laughs> I still up. don't think that's real. But <laughs> I mean, I know it was actually the date, but I don't think it. She purposeful. was aware of that. I mean, that, like when we get into nitty gritties like that, like he has three kids, a wife, a mom, and they've all been born and died. You know what I mean? That's Wait, 17 days. That's I don't know that that all adds up. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's just like if anybody related to Kanye in any way gets us three or four special days, then like. Yeah, I I just don't think I the agree. date thing is that important, but yeah. I do think that it should not have been an album that she promoted traditionally. Sure. I think that that was a huge mistake because she was like not in a favorable place in the public eye, and so just like dropping a good album would have been a way better fuck you than like promoting an album being like, but I'm nice now, yeah. and yeah. also a snake, and also not a snake. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Uh, Listen, we did though. I also <laughs> I picked so this good. song because I think it's important. I have this. I think. You think it's important. Well, just in terms of like Britney Spears's uh, ownership over her own body and uh-huh. just like how she is accountable and how she is it just this puppet that everyone claims her to be? Because of course, there's the famous Madonna kiss, and since the famous Madonna kiss, there's been a couple of other attempted kisses that she's turned down. She famously turned down Yo Yo Ma. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was an SNL one with Sofia Vergara. I think they wanted her to do, and then Lady Gaga G-E-Z. tried to. Ki- I'm, I'm getting oh, there. I'm okay. ramping up. Lady Gaga tried to kiss her, and then G Easy <laughs> tried to kiss her at the end of a VMA performance of this song, and she like straight up turned him down. And so I just think it goes to show that Britney does what Britney wants to do. If she doesn't want to do something, she won't do it. Yeah. I like respect it hard. Clown. I do uh, not like this Jeezy clown. Oh, That's back to my point of her management and like her team just hooking up with all these shitty collabs. Yeah. I think that the only good ones have been Madonna and Tanache. Everyone else that she's wow. collabed with have been, so you're not it's been a nightmare. I do like this song, but uh-huh. I think that I think the part with Jeezy is, is the worst. worst part of it. Let's see. According to the song facts, this song features some rhymes from rapper Jeezy. He recalled to KISFM, Kiss FM. Uh, in the U.S., <laughs> it's spelled weird, so I'm, I'm an idiot. Uh, since I got the call when I was in Australia on tour, and they were like, "Yo, Britney Spears wants you on her single," I'm like, "Stop playing." <laughs> <laughs> he added, "I got the email and I listened to it, and I was like, shit, it's a big record.' So I knocked it out that night." Yeah, <laughs> oh, it wow. sounds like it. <laughs> Damn. Damn, this is off her ninth studio album, which is uh, what we were just talking Glory. about. Glory, sparks are flying between Spears and her lover, and when they go back to her room. She coos. They will ignite in the heat of the moment. What does that mean? <laughs> you know. <laughs> fire will be. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll set it on fire. Like Manchester by the Sea. They'll burn down the house. That was sexy. They say, we got to pop out a couple of yeah. kids. <laughs> and kill them. <laughs> we haven't done it in a while. Yeah, yeah. We got to get back on that streak. Yeah. We got four, <laughs> four chances today. We should listen to this last song, uh, yeah. which is called Perfume. Is 
perfume i did like that actually are we listening to a different version of I, it that's what i'm wondering that sounded different than what i've been listening to i all know day. but this is from your playlist though oh really yeah isn't that weird it's so weird i feel the same way i don't remember hearing that right? i like that though that sounded like lady gaga to me yeah well yeah. it's funny you say that uh because <laughs> oh, there's good. something about <laughs> it's funny you say that ha 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 um Let's see. I saw, thought I saw it. It was Sia that I was reading about. Never mind. So this ballad was penned by Britney Spears with the Australian singer-songwriter Sia, who has also co-written hits for David Guetta, uh, Flo Rida, mm-hmm. and Rihanna. And speaking, herself. And herself, um, most famously, I'd say. Uh, speaking with Alan Carr on his chatty man talk show. <laughs> I hate that sentence. <laughs> Have you guys ever watched Britney's interviews with Alan Carr? Uh, you guys ever watched any interviews with Alan? Oh my god, it's isn't so funny. Alan Carr the guy who wrote those How to Quit Smoking books or whatever? Doesn't no, that's um Oh, I was those are say dummies. Nick- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, say how to quit smoking, smoking for dummies? dummies. Yeah. Do you think the dummies wrote the book? <laughs> yeah, they're the by dummies they're for dummies. dummies, by dummies, dummies. Nice. <laughs> 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 Isn't okay. Alan Carr the one who in interviews, he always goes, oh, no. <laughs> I've never heard the name Alan Carr before. Yeah, He's I've heard of... Uh, That's how he, instead of like, you know how sometimes I'll be like, oh, no, he didn't. He goes, oh, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> very shrill and I've listened to it a lot. Damn. Wow. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Sorry. What happened in the Brittany interview? Brittany explains, it's about a girl that knows her boyfriend is cheating on her. She just wants him to smell her perfume so she can mark her territory on him. It's a really beautiful song. Brittany told E! Online about the song. Perfume is incredibly special to me because it hits close to home, and I think the story is relatable to everyone. Everyone's been through an insecure moment in a relationship that's left them vulnerable, and I think this song captures that. I agree with that. I think that this song portrays a very, like, under-discussed thing in pop music where you're just, like, like, she's, like, acting a little bit crazy because, like, she's with a guy and he is probably not faithful i think that's really you know important to talk about the song is beautiful she sounds incredible um we talked about this song on an episode of our podcast and i had like fully forgotten about it because we haven't gotten to britney jean in our discography yet or whatever and so from 2013 and i just like forgot about the song until we listened to it when we interviewed uh, writer britney spanos and i've listened to it 
twice a day since then. It's a good song. It's I February. Like, this was a surprise for me because I don't remember us listening to this either. Yeah, it's like a Mandela. Effect this is thing. very I'm like strange. kind of freaked out. Yeah, this is fucking with our heads. Are you guys fucking with us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a real song because I think we heard a fake song. <laughs> uh, this is on Songbox. Here's some perfume trivia. <laughs> the earliest form of perfume was incense, which gives off its oh odor God. when burned. The word perfume is derived from the Latin. Uh, Perfumum, meaning through smoke. Uh, do you guys want to guess when the earliest u- uh, use of perfume bottles uh, was? Curious by Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> she invented the perfume. Uh, she really doesn't get enough credit. <laughs> so much. I would guess in like um, like Canterbury Tales times that. I don't even know the age of Chaucer, I see. <laughs> it's uh, Egyptian and dates to around 1000 BC. Someone's got to tell wow. stinky-ass Brittany about that shit. <laughs> Wait, that is funny that she's had like 20 different scents and still smells bad. Yeah, yeah that's, that'd be a nice troll from her if do one of the scents was her farts. <laughs> Wait, do you think that maybe they weren't trying to keep putting out perfumes, but every time they were like, what if you... Smelled better. Like, <laughs> Another perfume. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like we tried a different scent, and she was like, "Oh, like, <laughs> like <for CBS. laughs> that." Uh, that's the playlist, and this has been a super fun episode. We have to rate the playlist. So You're every first. week we re- we rate the playlist out of six, and it's funny because. Hearing that last song changes my whole opinion of this playlist. Hell yeah. Because originally, I think that was the one that I really didn't like. And whatever uh, we thought we heard. <laughs> it's a very mysterious thing that happened. This is very strange. <laughs> because I said this is my favorite one, and it wasn't real. <laughs> so we'll figure something Very out. strange. So uh, uh, make me fine. Uh, I'm going to go with... Because I, I do... Here's the thing. We, we've all been... We're all of the age. And I don't know what the exact age range here is for Britney, but where Britney impacted us all huge. Maybe everybody's first crush. I don't yeah. know. That first album was huge for everybody. Hit Me Baby One More Time was great. Uh, toxic, crazy... Oops, I did it again. All bangers. None on this playlist, but... <laughs> well, we were trying to like show I, how much else she had to I offer. like I like what you guys did. I didn't care for a couple of these songs. And I okay. don't even remember which ones they were, to be honest. I'd okay. have to listen again. But I did like a lot. I did like it more than I thought that I would. Yes. I'm going to go based on... I'm still shocked by Jared's voicemail, by the way. I know. That's the that most shocking part. I think that has to bump my score up, too. I'm going to go 4.9... Five wow. out of six here. Okay, okay. That thing is pretty good. I, that perfume bumped it up. I think I was going to go like 4.25 or something, but that I loved that song. That was it's great. Incredible. Very good pick. Um, Tommy, what are your thoughts? Uh, I, I love Britney Spears from when I was a young boy. It was the first CD I ever got. I've told Me that story on this podcast Damn. before. Wow. I, got, uh, I got Britney Spears, whatever the first one was, and the Wild Wild West soundtrack. Hell oh yeah. God, both of those. <laughs> those were my first two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now three and Will, uh, uh, what's the uh, Will Smith, Big Willie style were oh, my yeah. first two CDs. But I remember getting made fun of and being like, uh, it's a it's a joke. I got it as a joke, but I really loved it. I had and, the cassette uh, and the CD of that. Like that. That yeah. was like my first big kid moment was I, wa- I went to the CD store with my dad and I was going to buy Hit Me Baby one more time the CD and it's like the CD came with a life-size poster or not uh-huh. life-size but a huge poster yeah. but I had a cassette player so it was like well do you want to be able to listen to the music or do you want to be able to look at her? Oh, that's and tough. It, <laughs> and a move that is not held true for the rest of me I decided listening is more important than looking. Uh, <laughs> um... Tommy? Yep. So I uh, had a big, probably first celebrity crush, too, as I'm yeah. sure many, many people were. I, the, the kiss was a big deal, I remember. But yeah. I love, she's been a big part of my life. 
Sure. Uh, two out of six. Oh <laughs> I just didn't like these God. songs. I, I would like the ones I had attached to. Bombshell. Two out of six. Um, I do. Do you, do you think that there was a playlist that could have been made for Britney that I you would have given six? There could have been a I six. Given you the fucking hits, but I'm we're not. not these yeah. were still the hits. Shit. These just like. I mean, I guess we maybe could have chose "Piece of Me." That maybe would have. Changed. I'm not look, saying you look, look, party. Top, yeah. I don't even know. I think you guys were great. Guys. What do you I guys? Think it was give, a fun podcast. What do you, each I'm of you guys give the playlist? Six. You go six. What do you? No, I mean, I don't think it's like if I was trying to really sell somebody on Britney. This is obviously a red gift. This is for people. She is such an icon that I think we're past like an interjection. You know what I mean? This is some some weird. Weird hometown band that has one song that sort of got played on a radio. She right. is. Well I also known. would still give She's this universal. A and I was. I just wanted to show that this idea that she died in 2007 is preposterous because she probably has a lot of hits that have happened since 2007. Yeah. That you know every word to and you just don't even realize you know. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that, especially with like Till the World and stuff like that, where it's like you know people are singing these songs every time you step inside. Womanizer. CVS. The lyrics are thus. <laughs> womanizer. Womanizer. You are a womanizer. You are the womanizer. I was in a group. Stop okay. pointing at me and Wait. saying you're a womanizer. <laughs> I just want to say that Britney Spears is so prolific that I was in a Greek restaurant in White Plains yesterday. Okay. And on the the music playing there was extremely bizarre. They played a song from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. They played a song <laughs> from um, another musical, which I forgot because I'm not really a musicals gal. I just like could tell. And then they played a cover of Three by Britney Spears. And I said, this is Britney Spears. And the person I was eating with was like, no, it's not. And I was oh, like, no, it's shit. not her singing. It's a cover song of Three by Britney Spears. And Damn. then they played um, a, a cover of TLC, the uh, Unpretty song. Oh, great song. Which was, you know, really bizarre to hear a cover of. TLC turned down Hit Me Baby One More Time. I, believe, I mean, oh, honestly, damn. a lot of people did. Almost I bet you left. I would have hated that song. Wait, was she already dead? No. Okay. That's crazy. I had no idea Britney's that Britney's uh, genius was the only down. thing that, that could make stupid. that song good. I mean, it was you know that No Scrubs too, doesn't yeah. have a rap verse because Left Eye was just like, this song fucking blows and I will not sing really? on it. <laughs> wow. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I had that stuck in my head the other day. It's a great song. It's a great song. song. It's like song. their most, uh, it's like what, that? Chasing Waterfiles. Waterfalls. Unpretty. Yeah. What did I say? Waterfiles? Water, water, waterfiles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people who bang water. I haven't um, eaten a calorie. And so <laughs> it's like, in the last five minutes, my body has begun decomposing. <laughs> I'm really so hungry and I was going to go to football practice tonight, and then I realized I'm just going to get hit in the head by something, and I should probably not go. Oh, damn. Wait, football? did you give us a playlist? Yeah. Or, I mean, a score yet? That sounds fun. Of our playlist? Yeah. I give it a four out of six. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Wait, Christ. Okay. What do you give, board, what do you give your songs that you picked versus Ashley's? Okay. Um, <laughs> I love Till the World Ends. I love Overprotected. Yeah. I'm going to read you mine. Um... And then, no, because you picked over. Who picked over the product? I picked over. Every time is so good. Fuck. Every, every time t- is so good. And then, okay, I like very easily tuned out. Make me by G Easy, which was sure. one of my picks, and oh, then that okay. made me think maybe it's not the bop I thought it was. But I've just been, like been in the mood recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't but um, bad. Uh, I would say that was a weaker one. Perfume, I think, is objectively, um an amazing song like an operatic song but i don't know if it's my favorite it's not what i like that britney does good yeah i just love listening to it often i would i would say so one of the main reasons me and claire collaborated on our three picks is because i wanted to make sure that she was choosing every time because i didn't want to choose it but i needed it to be included Mm. um and then i have killed myself over a boyfriend before so i get it (laughs) and then you guys are looking at the mtv version of me (laughs) there's actually a part of me that has a lot of substance and she's been dead for many years (laughs) 
Um, the I, podcast. Is, oh no! Oh ahead. no! I was just gonna say that I would have probably changed "Make Me." That's the only one I would have. Because yeah. I think that "Glory" is such an incredible album, and mm. "Make Me." I don't. It was. I think the first single, but not necessarily representative. Fair okay. enough. So I'm sorry. I really whatever. I'm no, sorry. no, it's no, fine. I still no like it, and I'm glad this we talked about job. "Glory." And I liked the strategy you guys used. You could have picked all like old bangers that we all knew. You you did something different with it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, really quickly, uh, I want to read two fast Facebook things. Uh, Sarah Volpio wrote, there's a conspiracy that her voice isn't really how she sings. It was music producers telling her to do the baby voice to sell yeah. more records. There's a video on her Instagram of her singing and the video looks sped up, giving her that sound. Someone slowed it down and it shows that her her voice is actually lower and not in that baby voice that she's known for. Which she has is this weird, weird thing she, on Instagram. She puts up a lot of singing videos, but she only sings through a filter. We uh-huh. think it's legally she can only, she can't release her voice. Whoa. <laughs> it's, but it really, she sings a lot, but only through like the mouse filter. Interesting, yeah. Um, also, Lisa Traeger, uh, multiple-time guest of the podcast, says lots of thoughts. Uh, she's a goddess queen who changed pop, and nobody since her has had the same cultural effect that uh, that fast and huge and for so long like her. Her and her prime is the hottest ever, and she's a phoenix. I love it. Wow, she should come to our podcast. Oh, yeah, let's actually do the podcast. Okay. All right. Uh, the podcast is, hold on one second, we're, we're talking, talking about, about Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. That was a joke Thank that we've Thank you so now- much. <laughs> been like maybe we shouldn't have made the title of our podcast yeah. a joke like a joke <laughs> on how hard it is to remember <laughs> who's uh, my tabs you, you'll remember it as uh, the best podcast with the worst name um, <laughs> honestly I would love for people to know it as that <laughs> what is the initials again like do you have we're like, like the who's cougar, we're the cougar town it's of like podcasts who, every time I see the initials I think of exactly that's how you know you're on the right track guys thanks so much for coming and doing the pod is there anything else you guys want to plug before you get out of here thanks for having us listen to our podcast follow me on Instagram, Claire the Scare. Okay, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> hey, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Tom oh, the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, all right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Tommy, you got anything to plug? Just check my website. Check the yeah, website. Tommy McNamara. Go see Slender Man in theaters. Yeah, see, I, I wrote the script. <laughs> uh, guys, I'll be in LA the next two weeks, so come hang out. I don't know exactly where I'll be, to be honest. Um, thanks for listening. As always, get on the Patreon. Uh, we have some new shit up there. And also... Uh, if you're liking the show, rate and review on iTunes. Uh, thanks for listening. Keep it crispy. Bye. <laughs>